Support for this podcast comes from Hired. Hired empowers connections by matching the world's most innovative companies with the most ambitious tech and sales candidates. With Hired, companies can see what candidates want up front with visibility into competing offers and recruiting metrics. Hired's unique offering includes hired assessments and diversity goals, a feature to more easily discover qualified, underrepresented candidates. By combining technology and the human touch, Hired's goal is to provide transparency in the recruitment process and to empower each of their partners to employ their potential and keep their talent pipeline full. To learn more about how Hired can help you find your next great hire, go to Hired.com slash Recruiting Future. That's Hired.com slash Recruiting Future. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 476 of the Recruiting Future podcast. With high-profile layoffs in some large technology companies, it's perhaps easy to forget that digital transformation is still driving a massive need for tech talent in employers all over the world. Despite the current economic headwinds, long-term trends are in play that require specific operating and employer brand strategies, particularly in companies that are not traditionally seen as being digital. My guest this week is Blair Bennett, Senior Vice President Global Talent Acquisition at PepsiCo. Digital transformation is creating a significant need for tech talent in their business. And in our conversation, Blair talks about the strategy they're putting in place to hire the people they need. Hi, Blair, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Please, could you just introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Um, I am Blair Bennett. I am lucky enough to be with PepsiCo and lead our global talent acquisition organization. So that means I have a fabulous team of recruiters who are working across the globe and helping us to bring the best talent into what, you know, of course, we believe is the, the best food and beverage company out there. Well, absolutely. And can you tell us a bit about the the sort of the size and scale of your recruiting effort? Yeah, so we actually have um, an operating model that includes both our recruiting teams kind of in the markets and in the businesses, as well as our global business services. And our function consists of centers of excellence. So we have our attraction and engagement team, which is focused on making sure that our external prospective candidates can learn everything about our company. We also have our executive recruiting team who's working on all of our vice president and above positions around the globe. Our campus recruiting team, who of course is helping us to pipeline our future leaders through our campus programs globally as well as our professional teams who are supporting um, our roles uh, 
you know, sort of management, um, frontline supervisors, and everything in between. So we're really covering the gamut. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm sure you're looking at all kinds of different roles in all kinds of different locations, which I suppose makes you the perfect person to ask this question to. I mean, tell us about the challenges and trends you're seeing in the market at the moment. Yeah, it's such a great time to be in talent acquisition, Matt, because there is so much going on. And I think that it's both from an internal perspective, but also, as you know, kind of externally what some of the trends are. So when we think about what we're really paying a close attention to, it is big rocks like digital talent, diversity, our candidate experience, you know, how the economy and the macro trends are really impacting the workforce. So if you think about our business where we make, move and sell product, we're oftentimes looking for the best of the best in sales, in marketing, in supply chain. And very recently, with you know a massive digital transformation at the company, we're also really focused on bringing in new capabilities that maybe haven't been at the forefront of our talent agenda, but they certainly are now and as we look to the future. Tell us a, a little bit more about that, because you wouldn't imagine that PepsiCo was a, a technology company or a digital company, and obviously, digital transformation is affecting all companies. But talk us through a bit about how it's affecting your business. Yes, certainly. I, I think you know it, it is one of those things where we find that sometimes a lack of awareness around the breadth and depth of PepsiCo's offerings for tech talent is obvious. So we're trying to get out there and tell our story a little bit more, Matt, so that people can understand that, you know, we're one of the world's leading food and beverages companies. So we're across, you know, more than 200 countries. People are enjoying our products more than a billion times a day. And you think about our iconic brands like Lay's, Pepsi, Gatorade, Quaker. I mean, these are products that are really the fabric of everyday life. So when we think about the way that we're, you know, deploying our product, we say make, move and selling our product, it really is dependent on, you know, having the right technology, it's dependent on collecting the right data so that we can make great informed business decisions that help our customers and help us deliver great innovation to our consumers. So we have a great talent proposition when you think about the breadth of our company and the the brands that we bring to everybody's table. Absolutely. And how are you sort of positioning your TA strategy to kind of get there and, and win that talent for the business? Yeah. So I think, you know, we're looking at everything from the end-to-end experience that we provide our candidates. So we want to really make sure that as we are attracting candidates into the pipeline that I mentioned that we're telling our story, that we're helping people understand that our teams, you know, our our tech teams are really incubators right here for innovative thinking, for problem solving. You know, there's examples of things that we're doing, Matt, that we want to make sure everybody knows, whether it's rolling out our electric fleet of trucks, whether it's creating fully compostable bags with our off the eaten path brand, Um, We just uh, opened up a plant in Mexico 
that it has zero freshwater consumption. So we're doing great things for the planet and for our communities. So first of all, we want to make sure that talent sees that, that they recognize the role that they can play in that. We also want to make sure that our teams recognize that, you know, we're hiring not dozens, but hundreds of positions like software and data engineers, or we have robust hiring that happens within our research and development centers or e-commerce teams. So I think, you know, marketing that, making the awareness there, and then also being able to provide that candidate experience that would be expected for this type of talent that obviously is highly competitive. So thinking about how we provide, you know, a more personalized experience, how we put human touch in that experience, how we provide the transparency that this talent is looking for and work at a speed where we can, you know, match the market and and move quickly to get this talent into the company. And tell us a little bit more about how you're doing that. What kind of changes are you making? What's been going well? How do the sort of challenges look moving forward? Yeah, definitely. So I think some of the things that we've been looking at is, you know, first of all, structurally, is our talent acquisition operating model one that allows our recruiters to really be that strategic talent advisor? So we did a lot of work over the last few years to make sure that, you know, some of our back office transactional work is either automated or is being worked through our partners in our shared service. So that's really allowed our recruiters to get more in touch with what's happening in the marketplace than offer that more strategic partnership to our hiring managers. I think the other thing that we've really looked at doing, Matt, is you know, ensuring that we have the right employer brand, that we're looking at our you know, employee value proposition as it relates specifically to different cohorts of talent. So we've divided our attraction and engagement team into some you know, like looking at the cohort. So what, how is, how are we bringing our employer brand to life for digital talent? How are we bringing our brand to life for more diverse talent? How are we bringing our, our um, brand to life for our early career talent? So being really strategic about how we're talking to talent. And then I think also, you know, we have global hubs um, where we're attracting this type of talent. So getting very specific around what's the talent availability, how are we from a recruiting team structured to be able to reach that talent, you know, how are we doing hiring days, how are we working with our COE partners in total rewards and in HR to really be able to pivot when we need to around things um, to help attract this talent. So we're taking a real end-to-end approach to make sure that we as a talent acquisition team can move as quickly as the business needs us to move to attract this talent. A quick message from our sponsor, Winolo. Hi everyone, I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W-O-N-O-L-O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on-demand, seasonal, short-term and long-term work. Ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process and use Winolo to find quality workers fast and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand and maximise earnings with ease. 
Winolo is available in over 100 markets, including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York and Seattle. Get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com slash pod. That's www.wonolo.com slash pod and take the stress out of finding workers. You mentioned the way that you're looking at your employer brand and how it how it resonates with different sort of segments of, of talent. And you obviously also are a global business and you mentioned global hubs there. Do you have to look at the employer brand in a kind of talent segmented, geographical, geographically segmented way at the same time? We do. So what, what we try to do, Matt, is have a global employer brand that then can be activated in the local market or to a specific cohort of talent. So we want to have something that consistently matches our EVP. So if you think about why people join PepsiCo, we know that our iconic brands are a major attractor to the company. We know that our purpose agenda and how that's embedded in everything that we do is an attractor to the company. We know that career opportunity is something that you know people want when they join a company like PepsiCo, and it's certainly an offering that we stand by and stand true to. And you can see that in so many of our career stories and associate stories. We know that transformation and digitalization is something that candidates are looking for in a company to be innovative. So, you know, we we really stand by those pillars which help to differentiate PepsiCo to talent. And then we have the ability to activate that in different ways, you know, dial up or dial down some of the messages that can specifically reach whether it's you know, a local market in Thailand, or it's a early career campus career fair. So we take a very um, targeted approach to the audience that we're trying to reach, but we do align it to those pillars that we know are attractors to us as a global brand and a global company. Talking about digitization and digital transformation and the way that it's changing businesses. It's also changing talent acquisition as as well. Is technology, recruiting technology, HR technology, is that playing a big part in the in your strategy moving forward? It is, absolutely. Yeah. So we think about it in the context of where can technology enable our process to be more efficient? and help us move the candidate along with the speed that, you know, they expect. But we also want to marry that up with the right level of human touch. So how are we offering that along the candidate journey, whether it be through awareness or your screening or your decision? And so we really try to take this approach of there are times where technology can assist call interview, you know, automated interview scheduling, massive time saver for our recruiters. And then that allows them to focus where it may be most important in the screening or assessment process that they're then giving that human touch to the candidate to bring them along in the journey in the right way. 
personalization is such an interesting topic at the moment in talent acquisition. And you've, you've, you've got some good examples there about how the human and the machine meet to deliver that personalized experience. Where do you think it might go next? What do you think the sort of the ideal personalized talent acquisition experience should look like? This is such a great question and one that we think a lot about. And I, I'll, you know, I'm not sure, Matt, that we've cracked the code on this yet, but it's certainly something that as we've gotten our technology foundation in place that we want to use as a next step in pushing ourselves to get further in this personalization journey. And I think that, you know, you think about things like how do you, how do you include preference into the process, right? Your candidate can choose what type of communication do I want? Do I want to text? Do I want to call? Do I want an email? So I think there's, you know, sort of simpler concepts like that. They're not easy to execute, but they, but they're simpler, right? And then you get into more complex things that we're thinking about. So at PepsiCo, our mission is to create smiles with every sip and bite. So how do we bring that concept of smiles into the candidate experience where you're really recognizing are there moments of true sort of interventions that will matter the most to that particular candidate at the right time? And that's a little bit more complex. And I think that that's something we were recently out in California and meeting with some startups and kind of getting an understanding of what's happening in the landscape of talent acquisition innovation. And it is to put a focus on some of these finer points of the candidate experience with that personalization right at the center of it. And as a final question, just on the future for digital talent, such an interesting time because companies like PepsiCo have a huge demand for digital talent. Lots of other organizations, you know, lots of organizations have demand for digital talent. At the same time, some of the high profile technology companies uh, are laying people off and the picture looks quite different. If we sort of look forward a few years, do you think that the insatiable demand for digital talent and new technology skills is something that's that's going to continue at the same pace that it is today? I do. I do. I think that we're here for the long run in what companies are looking for to bring new capabilities into their talent ecosystem. And I think where this starts to change a little bit, Matt, is it won't be specific to certain roles. So you'll have your very technical, you know, software data engineers. But when you really think about, you know, I mentioned we we hire a lot of sales and marketing teams. We're looking for people who have more digital competency in the roles moving forward than maybe what they needed in the past. So I think that the definition of digital talent is getting broader and broader. And so I don't think that the competitiveness or the desire for attracting this talent is going to diminish anytime soon. I think it's only going to increase. And I think that's why it's important that we're thinking about our talent ecosystem all the way from, you know, how we're training, how we're developing, how we're getting talent. We have some programs where we're reaching talent, you know, as early as, you know, community college to help them get certifications to open up some talent pools. You know, we're doing some hiring in our front lines. 
to make sure that we're bringing talent in that can be focused on, you know, more the the automation type of work. And that goes all the way to our executive teams, where as we assess talent, thinking about how they can help take us into this digital future. So I think that it's really touching every single point of our talent ecosystem, and that will continue. And I think that talent's going to start to appreciate that they can come into a company like PepsiCo, they can have this impact and use their skills, and they can also find career pathing and career opportunities because of our size, because of our scale, and because of the opportunity to help us create the future of consumer product goods. Blair, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you, Matt. It's been a pleasure. My thanks to Blair. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or via your podcasting app of choice. Please also follow the show on Instagram. You can find us there by searching for Recruiting Future. You can also find the show on TikTok by searching for Recruiting Future Pod. You can search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com. On that site, you can also subscribe to the mailing list to get the new monthly podcast newsletter and the inside track about everything that's coming up on the show. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time and I hope you'll join me. This is my show.